I'm Phil with Alpha Bow Hunting, and this is our new show, To The Point. All right, we're back, another <laughs> To The Point episode. Um, Phil Mendoza here, Bow Theory, Braden Forsyth. If you are listening, if you're watching, well then you get to see these two lovely faces to the left of me. Um, we're going to talk a little bit tonight in continuation from the show we did last week where we kind of just did a brief overview on some of the new some of the new bows and kind of initial reactions if you will and you know a topic that I had pegged down and some a couple of people actually hinted to me some questions about uh, target bow versus hunting bow and that kind of thing and as we get into this time of year that that was really what we were looking to get after was as the the seasons flow here at the shop we wanted to be able to be pertinent as to what was going on with that type of, uh, you know, the, the just general feel of, of the season. So, um, target bow for target shooting, 3D shooting, or hunting bow all year? You know, that's kind of one of those questions. And what I wanted to start with was just briefly have Bo and Braden um, tell me what they're what they're using right now for the season, and then we'll get into the to the why afterwards. So just kind of give give me a little explanation as to what you guys uh, have set up and then like I said we'll talk about the why here in a second okay. in hunting bows for both like this for time both? of year right so okay. we, as we perfect example we just had a our in, winter indoor 3d shoot yep. right yeah both shot in that shot very well and yep. both tell me what you shot so uh, my target rig is a um, Hoyt Pro Comp Elite FX it's it's at 62 pounds uh, 28 inches of draw length on a spiral cam um, so I got a little bit more holding weight with that cam system over their, uh, I think there were GTX cams that year. Um, yeah, that, that's essentially, like I said, 28. I've got to hunt with. Yeah, so my hunting bow was a uh, Hoyt RX-1 um, at 72 or 73. Oh, got, thanks, buddy. Um, so that oh, was a great target bow, too, we'll yeah. kind of show both. So yeah, I'll check you both for sure. This is what Bo's been shooting for. You know tournament slash hunting yeah so this is the uh the target rig like i said that pro complete fx 62 pounds 28 inches with the spiral cams um sherlock sight longer bars on it i always run a front bar back bar system you can see that on me uh on my hunting bow um obviously that's for for my balance and and holding the pins you know on target we had a, a episode about that um but anyway, totally two di totally different poundages. Um, obviously, I'm shooting a little bit more draw weight on the hunting bow. I do that for holding weight purposes to try to get them very similar. Now, my target bows generally always have slightly more holding weight than my hunting bows, um, just to keep me a little bit more engaged in the shot and hold the pin steady. Um, but other than that, they, for the most part, have a fairly similar feel on the uh, on the back wall and on the holding weight. So. Ooh, you're supposed to shoot you, little buddy. Mm. Well, it's getting a little rough. <laughs> hey, man, it's shooting, dude. It's just shooting. Braden, what do you, I mean, for the most part, Braden's a little bit different on what you're, you're running. So what, what did you do this year from this time last year to now? Um, well, this time last year, I was shooting Expedition. So I've changed, changed bow companies completely since then. Um, but currently, uh, my setup that I shoot for our 3D leagues and, and, and anything else, I'm still shooting my hunting rigs. So I shoot my, my 80 pound ultra and then my uh, 70 pound Hyperforce. I've been tending to shoot the Hyperforce a little bit more just just 
not putting as many arrows at 80 pounds on, on my shoulders and on yeah. my body. Although I really, I go back to that 80 pound bow and I like to shoot that quite a bit because of the extra holding weight and, and the steadier pin on it. So I've been tweaking with that Hyperforce a little bit, actually put 75% um, stops on it uh, that they make and I've uh, been playing with that a little bit and it's increasing that, that holding weight has helped that bow a lot. Um, but I don't really, never played in that world uh let's go back to kind of that conversation we have you know what are you what are you training for what are you what are you preparing for what what are you putting your getting ready for it and mine's always been you know shooting a hunting rig uh because that's what i'm going to be shooting with in my prime time um i have thought about the the trying the target bow target style um just to shoot during the winter um but i've never taken that leap um it, and that's so that, that that leads us into the next kind of portion of this conversation because myself I, the last two years i don't think i've set up a target bow right i think it's been a couple years now since i've set up a target for bow. sure and this year i had i had two ultras one set at 70 one set at 80. now like Braden, my my time has shifted from being super involved in, in tournament archery towards other things with the shop and the coaching and the tournament series that we're we're running so I don't have the time to shoot the arrows. So the arrows that I do shoot are focused for hunting and building my system for, for be, building my readiness for that hunt, right? Right. So get, going into that though, the, the topic really comes about what is your goal, right? What is your, in, your, your, your primary purpose? Because as we start talking about setting goals and projecting out to them, building a system for your hunt, or you may be building a system for your 3D bow or your, your target bow, it's very different in application because I'll tell you that when I was really shooting a lot of tournaments, I had two target bows that I tried to build as close to each other as I could, and I can tell you that as hard as I tried, they still were not the same. Well, in, you know, years past when I was when I was shooting a lot of targets, I had three of the exact same model. Yeah, that's, what, I had that's one, what I did. Yeah. I had one set up for hunting, I had one set up for three Ds, and one for punch and paper, all at the same poundage, same draw length. The only real change was the sight or and the bars arrows. on it. And, so, and your arrows probably, yep, right? Yep, so that's arrows. where I think that in, in this topic, those of you who are pondering, do I need to get another bow just for target shooting? Well, how serious do you want to get with target shooting, right. first yep. of all? Because if your general purpose or your overall purpose for target shooting is to be better at hunting, I say you should stick with your hunting bow and rock it. Whether you get a second one that's identical, maybe it's a backup bow now, so you can shoot a little lighter poundage, or like in Braden's case, he's actually shooting a little lighter pounds with a little more holding weight by use of the stops. So it's going to give them a similar feel. I'll tell you that my, my two ultras were set up slightly different because one was on a three cam, one was on a two cam. They had different feels to them. Yeah. So, but at the same token, they were, they were fairly consistent, fairly similar. Mm -hmm. And I guess for me, it just goes back to that. how serious you want to get with, with your, your competition series, because if you want to go and see how good you can be and really you're going to hit as many tournaments as you can and you're really going to put in the time to practice and build your, uh, your you know your tournament setup to give you the best chance to win then yeah maybe you want to get a separate bow that's going to lean it lean Favorite itself, itself it, more towards right, right. Yeah. you know and you can see in the different geometry in the bows different the target bows have some geometry and build features that lend themselves to aiming better, aiming better. Yeah. Yeah. 
they're going to have a little bit more hand vibration, hand shock, right? Maybe a little bit louder. Yep. So from a practical standpoint, you're not necessarily going to say, I'm just going to shoot this hunting bow or this target bow, and then come hunting season, I'm going to hunt with the target bow because it's not practical. From a color, from a feel standpoint, even though that may be your most accurate bow. Not that neither of us have ever tried that before. <laughs> but, but still, it's those those topics come about. And like going back to Braden where, you know, it's always been, the goal has always been to be better for hunting. And I, I can tell you personally, these last two years, I've been more comfortable, I think, with my hunting bows the last two years than I had the four to six years before that because that's all I've shot all spent more time with it. And, and Bo and I, Bo, I, I bust Bo's chops because Bo's got like six bows, you know, or eight bows down there. I don't know how many he's higher, got. Higher. <laughs> and, and I have a lot, but I usually focus on one primarily or two a little bit. And it's because I know that from spending all that time shooting target archery, that I spent, I think I'd probably shot 90% of my arrows in a year's time on my target, target bow. Right. And then I would set my hunting bow up a month before season, get it sighted in, and I'd go. And learn a whole new bow. And you're learning a whole new bow. So this is what goes into the next topic is I think that in a high pressure situation, which hunting is, you need to be as comfortable as you can with that bow, personally. If hunting is your end goal, get as comfortable in tournaments, in in hunts through the spring, um, shoot man, I, I mean, chasing rabbits, whatever. Shoot that bow in as many high pressure situations as you can because I can promise you when crap hits the fan and you're not comfortable with the bow, you're not gonna make the best shot you can. Right. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I think a lot of that goes for, for you guys compared to me, just compared to the three of us, you guys are such disciplined shooters, much more disciplined shooters than I am as far as when it comes to shot execution, draw, anchor, all that, that switching back and forth from bows is is more i don't want to say it's easier for you guys but you guys adapt a lot quicker to it whereas for me it takes me a little i have to spend a little bit more time with yeah. a bow to get that used well, to i even noticed that when i with my two bows this year was know, just getting used to one versus the other and shooting them back to back yeah i i definitely it's definitely a possibility i noticed it drastically this year normally I'm shooting my target bow a little bit all year mm -hmm. you know I might once a week or every other week I'll shoot a three spot game or something years past this year dude I spent so much time behind that hunting bow that when I was getting ready for our indoor tournament here our 3d tournament I yeah, grabbed, that, the first time I, picked it up I grabbed that target right? bow out and I looked at all the guys after shooting a three spot round and I said dude there's some there's something to being in shooting shape because that bow does, it has slightly more holding weight, and I didn't think that was going to affect me that much because it never had in the past. But the amount of time I spent behind the hunting bow this year versus that target bow, it was a totally different animal getting used to that target bow again. And I still shot it well. I mean, it took me probably two, three weeks before I could really get comfortable with it. But even at that, I didn't shoot as many arrows as I feel like I maybe should have. Um, but yeah, there's definitely something to switching bows. Now, you know, like Phil said, I've got a bunch of different bows and I try to show them all a little bit of love, especially during hunting season. I only have one target bow, but I've got a bunch of hunting bows. Um, and I do, I have to get used to each one of those bows a little bit, um, but I try to show them some love. I try to shoot something with every one of them <laughs> throughout the year. Yeah, and that's where, I mean, Braden, don't sell yourself short from the accuracy standpoint. You're working I, on I've, it. I've shot with you, man, and you can shoot very well. So it's just maybe the time in the tournament realm of things it may be not as seasoned there but at the same token there's a lot of animals on the wall behind us that, that have his name on them. so from the time of actually making the shot that doesn't matter I think Bo's better than I am when it comes to picking up a bow and having that uh, 
that just little small romance period to get used to the bow right. again. I have to I have to spend a little bit more time. Maybe maybe not as much as Braden, but a little bit more than Bo. So, but just know that wherever you fit in that spectrum, nothing's going to be the same. So even the, if somebody just has one bow, and they say I'm going to hunt with 72 or 73 pounds maxed out, and then I'm going to back it down to 62, 63 during target season, it's going to have a dramatically different. It's going to be very different. And be a lot of people talk about that. They're like, oh, I'll just turn it down. I'm like, well. You can't just turn it down, but there's more to it than that. Your draw length increases a little bit. 100%. You got some things that, that change. That. Yep. Yeah, so I, I just say that try to try to have your end goals really well ironed out because, again, if if you just want to become a better shooter, you can do that with your hunting bow. Yeah. You, could, you can 100% do that because the, the more proficient you are with that bow, the better you're going to be in all situations. And... I tell you, you know, when I was coming through the shooting a lot of tournaments early on, you know, eight, eight, nine, ten years ago, it was my, with my hunting bow, and I shot some of my best scores with my hunting bow because it was what I was yeah. shooting all year all round. round. So I just say, if your budget allows you to to play a little yeah. bit, then you know maybe you consider just getting us the same exact model bow, slightly different poundage. And, and, and that way you can practice with at least the same platform, string angle, those kind of things. Holding weight's going to be a little different. Draw cycle is going to be a little different, but it's going to be very similar. Yeah. Otherwise, if, again, if you want to go gung-ho and you're going to travel and compete in, in you know, regional tournaments, national tournaments, yeah, you probably need to have a, a, a you know, separate Dedicated target. 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 Yeah. There's, there's been a lot of guys over the last couple of days coming in here interested in target archery and getting a target bow. And a lot of them, you know, that they're interested in it, but they don't know how far they're going to get into it yet. So my personal uh, opinion to, to those guys is if you don't know how far you're going to get in, but you've made the decision you're going to buy another bow, um, you might want to look at Axle to Axle and, and Grace Height to help determine whether it would be a bow that would be uh, good for target archery in a sense, you know, like... There are a lot of guys looking at hunting bows, and they're looking at 28, 30-inch axle-to-axle bows. Well, in a target archery aspect, I don't, I don't personally think that's a great option. But for guys out there that want to still hunt, you know, a 33, 35-inch axle-to-axle bow is plenty, you know, short enough to hunt with, but it's long enough that it can lend itself well to shooting paper or shooting 3Ds. So if, if you've made the decision, you're going to get another bow, you want to try art, uh, target archery, but you don't know how far you're going to get into it, Maybe that's something you want to look at. Look yep. at axle to axle, like look at that brake sight and see if it's going to lend itself with both. I agree, man. I mean, it's it's uh, like, like I said, there's not a, a cookie cutter answer for everybody, just like anything else, archery. So try to keep everything in perspective and budget, you know, yep. amount of time you're going to spend shooting that bow. Because if you're going to buy a target bow, to say you have a target bow and shoot it once every couple weeks or once every three weeks, probably not going to ever be really good with it. Because like Bo said, most target bows have... Uh, have characteristics that make you stay engaged in that shot hard against the back wall you know pulling through executing a good shot and if you get weak on a shot or you get lazy on your form it's going to show you your accuracy is going to suck and and you're going to get tired so perfect example with these two bows i mean there's over 10 pounds of draw weight difference between the two realistically and the holding weight I mean, there's, I mean, the, the target bow is 60, 60, 62 pounds, 
the, the hunting bows, you know, actually it's about 10 pounds, 70, 70, you know, up to 72, but that target bow has more holding weight at less draw weight. Right. So a lot of guys think about that. It's just a draw weight. You know, I'm going to shoot a target bow that's, that's, 60 like, pounds, that's yeah. lower draw weight. It so doesn't mean it's easier to hold. It doesn't mean it's easier to hold. Right? Yeah. No, so that's Still it. Working. So, yeah. I mean, interesting conversation for sure. You know, if you come around the shop, definitely, you know, and, and you're considering this, we'd love to engage in the conversation more, uh, show you some different models of bows within different manufacturers and see if there's something that fits you. Like Bo said, maybe there's something that's more on in between or on the little longer side for hunting, but still a great hunting bow slash all around 3D yeah. target bow. Yeah. Um, it's a great time to be a consumer for bows right now. There's just a ton of nice bows out there, and they're doing a great job, in my opinion, uh, on the manufacturing side. So we're going to go ahead and close this one out uh, with a couple reminders. By by the time this sh this show airs, re registration should be open or within a day or two opening for all the Alpha events for 2019. Uh, the first one being Denver ISC. Uh, that one's going to be a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday show. There will be a small shoot-off Sunday morning. Uh, actually, the show after this one's when we're going to talk more about the uh, and scoring and the different you know uh, the, the different events we're doing over the over the year next year. Um, my short booklet, Shooter Don't Shoot, is up on Amazon through Christmas Day. It's going to be at 99 cents. So uh, check it out if you don't mind. Leave you, leave me a review. That helps me a ton in the rankings. Uh, what else we got? Got some new partners that are coming on with the Alpha Challenges for 2019. Excited about that. One of the big ones, Wilderness Athlete. Um, you know, Yeti is still a great su supporter of us, and Hoyt, and uh, you know, Hamski, and Maven, and there's so many of them that uh, Stanislavski, another one. So there's some new partners that we have jumping on uh, on board for 2019. That I'm excited, but actually, you guys should be more excited because, as you know. 75-ish percent of the stuff we get in, I give it back. So those are all going to be added prizes for some of the events. Yeah. So you guys got anything else to close? Nope. Keep shooting. Yeah. Pick your Keep bow straight. up. All right. We'll see you guys on the next one.